here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, lay hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den Podcast. What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast. This is episode 193 for 193 weeks. This has been your place for all things Amazon advertising tips, tricks, and strategies to help make Amazon advertising a little bit easier, a little bit more profitable. Today, I'm joined by a PPC manager from AdBadger. I'm very excited to have him on. Uh, I was first calling you Clement in my American accent. Uh, however, uh, your name is Clement, and you hail from France. Welcome to the PPC Den podcast, Clement. Yeah, thanks, Mike. I can say that your French accent improved so much since I joined, so I'm glad that I could bring that to the table. Yes, well, I did. I have only practiced one word, which is your name, so I haven't practiced too much. Can I hit you with the uh, French joke and you can rate it on a scale of one to 10? Are you ready okay. for this? Go ahead. Why do French people eat snails? Because they are easy to catch. <laughs> because they hate fast food. <laughs> Not bad, right? <laughs> All right, on a scale of one to 10, where, where does that joke land? That's a this. <laughs> I assume that's a number. That's I'm going to say 10. Yes, yeah, I'm going to yeah. say 10. Yes. No, but in all seriousness, welcome to the show. It is great Thank to you. have you. We've worked together now for a couple of months and it's been, I've been so impressed. And this episode actually, I think is a good reflection of that. I think this episode is a good old classic thinker's episode in the sense of, I think one thing we have always done on this episode, regardless of who I'm collaborating with for the episode, it always sort of like makes you go, oh, wow, I never thought of things that way. And I think this episode is a perfect example of that. And this actually came from one of our talks that we just had, like, I want to say two days ago, <laughs> uh, we were <laughs> yeah. talking about how to report things to clients and, and like you shared your report and I was like, oh yeah, this is, that's cool. Like, what if we talk about micro and macro ways to interpret data. So I think it's a really cool mental model we're going to share today. So I'm super stoked. Uh, quick question before we jump into the topic here. So you've been doing marketing on Amazon mm -hmm. for how long? For more than six years now. Whew. Well, I, would, yeah. I would say if you've been doing it for more than five years, you're one of the OGs. Yeah. And uh, how did you first get into it? Like, do you remember your very first client? Like, because that's pretty early six years ago. That's 2016. Yeah, I do. Actually, I came in the Amazon world by the customer service door with the European marketplaces. So uh, it's useful that I speak French, English and Spanish. So that's why I got that uh, job. And then uh, pretty soon I became interested in all these, you know, little data reading and all the tweaking. 
uh, and that's how I came up with it. So that, that happened fast. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And that's very cool. How has it been working at AppBadger now for the last few months? Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. So yeah, see, I'm, uh, I'm happy that I'm uh, on the other side of the mic now, uh, inside mm -hmm. the budget then, yes. so to speak. Uh, it's been really fun. A lot of collabs, as you said, like we put our heads together and we find new way to better serve uh, the people out there. So uh, a lot of friendly people. Uh, it's a really uh, positive environment. And that's what I was looking for. So, right on. That's what we try to do here, baby. That's what we try to do. So this topic is all about not being tricked by account averages, because I'm going to talk to you, dear listener. This might be you. Uh, you may have said, hey, my total ACoS is too high for my entire account. Maybe you had a target of 10%, but uh, you're currently at 15% total ACoS. And you're like, well, I better go into all of my accounts and reduce budget on all of the expensive ones. So you go and you sort, you filter, whatever it might be. You look at the highest ACoS things and you just start cutting budgets. You're like, okay, this will fix it. Okay. That is called being tricked by averages. You were tricked by the account average and that made you be tricked by campaign averages. We're going to talk about like why that's an issue and how to fix it. There was also another scenario two that you could be tricked by averages where your total ACoS is too high for your account. So then you just say, I need a lower target ACoS. I'm sorry, I need a lower ACoS across my entire advertising account. So, you know, you're, maybe your advertising account is at 30% and you're just like, I got to get it to 25% this month to fix my total ACoS. That is also a mistake. Uh, so these are sort of surprising things because, you know, that sounds like it's the right move to make, doesn't it? It does, yeah, because when you look at your goals, then you have just a goal at a campaign level. And when you start playing around with things at a macro level, then you're going to hit a lot of different switches, which can affect your performances for the worst if you keep that really narrow view. So, yeah, we wanted to touch base on that and uh, say, explain why we need to look deeper and zoom in, yeah. and zoom in, and zoom in. For sure. It's almost like when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Uh, I, I would say in those two examples that I gave, it's like when all you have is a sledgehammer, everything looks like a, a home renovation show yeah, where you're trying to just bash in the kitchen um, to renovate it. Um, so by the end of this episode, really want to focus on new mental models on how to think about those scenarios, like how to look at a total ACoS for your account and how to take the right action without being tricked by averages, uh, how to improve total ACoS, how to track it. And then we're going to slide in an epilogue here at the end of the episode, talk a little bit about how we solve that here uh, with AdBadger, our clients, our software for just under a thousand marketplaces. I, I think that's a cool thing. I want to start publishing a few more company update stuff. Uh, so maybe like tracking progress over time of our, of our growth, because I think if people have been listening, they might be curious to see what's going on under the hood here. It's kind of uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, there's companies out there. I don't think in the Amazon space, but like they publish like company updates, like how many employees they have and like what new things they did or like what the size of their management is. Uh, and I've always found that like it's kind of it's 
it's almost like a reality show. Like, oh, let's go inside. <laughs> like, what are they up to? <laughs> I know. Uh, I would have been interested to hear those things. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like every, I've, I forget what I was reading, but it said like everybody's a little bit of a, of a, voyeur, a voyeur, can't talk today. Everyone's voyeur. a little bit of a voyeur. That, that's that's a French actually a French word. Yeah, it yes. is. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's a little bit of a voyeur. So like, oh, like, what are they doing over there? <laughs> that's mm -hmm. what we're going to satisfy for you by the end of this episode. Um, but with all that stuff, let's jump into the meat of this episode. Play the transition music. Okay, Clement, start us from ground zero here. We're going to be talking about macro, zooming down to micro so that you can do your optimizations and then going back out to macro. And we're going to, you could do this with any metric. We're going to be doing it with total ACoS because it's like a really important metric to optimize for. So start us on the ground floor. What is total ACoS? A metric that I wish was called ACOTS, ACOTS. <laughs> But nonetheless, here we are, 2022, everybody calls it total ACoS. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> stick, right? But continue, I, please, to send funny acronyms. One will stick. Yeah, ACOTS. <laughs> I, I'm not good. I think I'm good at naming stuff, but I have a lot of misses. Uh, like I called search term graduation, research peel, stick, and block, and then abbreviated <laughs> RPSB. <laughs> I still get on the phone with people. They're like, oh, that's kind of like your RSBP thing. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. All right. Yeah. yeah but total ACoS, that's your ad spend divided by your total revenue. So why is it one of the main KPIs to track? It's just because it's a mix between PPC and organic. It's both, right? So uh, it gives you a good temperature of how your account is performing. And usually that's uh, one of the metrics that the clients ask us to optimize. So that's why it's uh, quite important. Now, as a refresher, I want to talk about the typical goals per product. You know, that your products have life cycles. You shouldn't be focusing on one, one goal for everything. Like when you're launching your product, your tacos is typically going to be high because you don't have social proof. You don't have any reviews. Your conversion will likely be bad because of that. So your ACoS will likely be high. And because of and that's because you also don't have the data to uh, back things up. Like, is am I going to convert with that? Or I'm still in research phase. You know, all these kind of things. You also have no organic sales because you have no rank yet. So that's why your tackle is going to be high. Whenever you're going to scale, your tackles will likely go down still slightly above average. And we're already starting zooming in on the product level. So uh, that's why you need to keep both metrics inside. And whenever your product is mature, that's when your tacos are going to be slightly below your average because you're launching your products, scaling your products. And that's how it is. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, to, to bookend all of that total ACoS, the ratio of how much you're spending versus your total sales. It's a super interesting metric. And I've said before, like it's not an, not truly an advertising metric. It's not truly an organic metric. It's a business level metric. However, of course, there's no total ACoS, you know, column in any advertising report because it's, it's too far away 
from advertising. Like you can't do anything on the keyword level to impact total ACoS, which is why this mental model we're talking about of where you can make changes, which is on the, you know, spoiler alert, it's on the search term and target level and some structure stuff. You can make changes there that then bubble up to the ACoS that then bubble up to the total ACoS. And that's just one pathway. The other pathway is of course, doing organic things to boost uh, and improve total A cost. So like increasing organic rank is also something that reduces total A cost. And, um, you know, you should be attacking it from both angles, not just one, because you're leaving a lot of opportunity there. Um, so again, like we're sort of re slowly revealing, peeling back this mental model, which is like, don't be misguided by an account average. So like, if you think it's an advertising metric only, and you only optimize the advertising side of it, you're missing out on an entirely other side to improve total ACoS. So when people track total ACoS, more often than not, they're really only tracking it on an account level. And that's better than not tracking it at all, right? So you need to be tracking it because that helps keep your you know business metrics in check uh, it's similar to like your top line it's similar to like your a cost for your account it's similar to uh, you know you want to know your split of advertising spend versus your total sales to be sure it doesn't creep into an area that is unhealthy for the business so definitely track it is better than not tracking it at all However, like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, a typical scenario is people will sort of like use a sledgehammer approach to improve it. Like their total ACoS might be too high. So then they take a sledgehammer to all their campaigns where they're like reducing budgets wholesale, or they are uh, focused their entire account on a lower ACoS. And I think those are missteps, which we're going to get into like sort of why they're missteps, because you're potentially taking action on targets and search terms that are actually contributing to a low total ACoS. Like you could be dampening things with a good total ACoS uh, and you could be potentially amplifying things with a bad total ACoS by actually lowering budget. So there's a lot of sort of th things hiding under the s uh, surface here that uh, people really need to think about when they start to approach total ACoS. And I like to use this idea of like a mental model, which is like a new way to think about things, like a way to think better. Uh, I'm gonna read a definition here. Mental models are how we understand the world. Not only do they shape what we think and how we understand, but they shape the connections and opportunities that we see. Mental models are how we simplify complexity, why we consider some things more relevant than others and how we reason. A mental model is simply a representation of how something works. We cannot keep all the details of the world in our brains, so we use models to simplify the complex into understandably uh, organized chunks. So I'll finish up here by saying, if someone's mental model is, my total ACoS is high, I need to go lower my ACoS of my advertising entire account, I think that's a wrong mental model because you're only doing, you're, 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 only acting on this macro level. And I think like if you're reducing budgets wholesale, like just going in and, you know, trimming your top 10 biggest spending campaigns and you're trimming those uh, without discerning what's inside of them, that's also the wrong mental model. So this mental model that uh, we sort of wanted to introduce here is like, 
start macro, zoom in micro, and then track it back at the macro level. So what that means is like track your account average, total ACoS, zoom in on a per product, per keyword, per search term level, and fix total ACoS down there at the per product level, and then zoom back out to see how that's improved metrics. So that is my big mouthful uh, <laughs> of this micro macro uh, loop that we want to be in. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. So the important thing that we I want to hit the nail on the head here is that you really need to track uh, your metrics at an account level. We don't, we're not saying that you shouldn't, but whenever you want to uh, take some action on it, you need to zoom in because you cannot reduce your... There is not a button to optimize your tacos on an account mm -hmm. level. So yeah, the per product tacos is hard to get from the advertising console and mm. from the business reports. So yeah, we brainstorm to get these actions for anyone that is listening. Uh, it's imperfect because Amazon doesn't give us all the tools that we need to get that just from reports. But yeah, we laid out a workflow for you. So you need to have good uh, campaign structure. I think that's paramount just for a mm. lot of things, but to get the data, you need to advertise for one product per campaign, right? Yeah, exactly. You said one product per campaign? Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. That makes life a lot easier because you can track <laughs> spend and revenue per product very nicely. We'll talk a bit about how to like get the cost per product in a second. Um, I almost wanted to finish that thought loop on starting macro and zooming mm. in. Because when you're tracking total ACoS on the account level, that's like as far zoomed out as you can get. Like when you're tracking your business's total ACoS. And then you go one step further and you're like, okay, you want to know your total ACoS per product and how that is contributing to your total ACoS for your entire account. So it's so common that even if you have your desirable total ACoS, you're not done optimizing your account. Because even if you're at a perfect, you know, let's say your target was 10% total ACoS and you're at 10% total ACoS, your individual products are not perfectly lined up, every single one of them at 10% total ACoS. Um, so number one, you might have different total ACoS goals per product. You might have an account level total ACoS goal of, you know, let's say 10%, but then maybe some products have better margins and you're willing to go up to 15% or 20% total ACoS uh, in some niches like uh, maybe supplements are really aggressive and things like that. So you want to track it at the account level and then zoom in, track it per product. So you, we'll talk about how to track total ACoS per product in a second. But then after you track your total ACoS per product, that means you're advertising that product in many different places. So then you want to look at your ACoS per product, per ad group. So you want to then like take that product information, go into your advertising account and find where that product has an expensive ACoS and an inexpensive ACoS. Like where is the ACoS really good for this product? Where is it really bad in each ad group? Then you wanna go even further down the chain and go zoom in a little further and look at ACoS per target of that ad group. That's advertising that campaign, I'm sorry, advertising that product. And then go even further and look at the ACoS per search term. And what's interesting here, you can really only take action at the bottom three most zoomed in micro levels. You can negate or amplify search terms. You can change bids per target. 
Uh, and you can do some campaign structure work to move products around in better ad groups so that they get better visibility or budget, better budget management. So your structure matters and you can only take action at the most zoomed in levels. So you want to be super precise. You know, you want to, you know, use a big macro view, but then instead of using like a hammer or a sledgehammer, you then want to go down and use like laser precision to actually improve the a cost per search term, which is going to improve the A cost per keyword or product target, which is then going to improve the A cost per product per ad group, which is then going to improve the A cost per product, which is then going to improve the total A cost per product, which is then going to improve the total A cost for your entire account. Uh, and if you're not doing this, you are being tricked by averages, thinking that your account is fine when it's at your target 10% total A cost. And, uh, even though you're going to have search terms which are way off, wasting money, search terms that are way under-optimized, missed opportunity, down to the product level. So that sort of like optimization mental model, I think I want people to really walk away with from this episode. Yeah, I just want to add a bit of a disclaimer there because sometimes you are you should be fine with having a high ACOS if your goal is to rank for a certain mm-hmm. keyword or is to protect maybe your branded search terms, this kind of thing. So you really need to take that into account. And that comes down to what you were saying, like really analyze each and every bit of data and include all the goals. Like we don't want the A cost of a ranking campaign to be too low because that's not the goal. The goal is to right. uh, get the interesting placements that are converting well and increase your organic rank. And by doing that, you will increase your organic sales and you will lower your tackles. So it's so vital to track things on an account level and then be able to go down to tracking total A cost on an individual product level and then even go further, A cost per product, A cost per product and what ad groups they're in, look at the targets there. So this sort of optimization loop is vital for like world-class optimization. I guess, how does that process look? Like without using any tool just using what Amazon has available to us, it gets a little murky, like most things. Like, so you have to sort of squint in the dark almost, but how have you, or how can people track total ACoS on the account level? Let's go at the most zoomed out macro view. Uh, How can we do that? So this one is pretty easy to track actually. So you just need to get your ad spent and divide it by your total revenue. So your total organic sales plus total sponsored sales altogether. That's your total revenue that mm-hmm. you're getting from your business reports. Just put it in a spreadsheet, you know, Google or whatever works for best for you and track it at least weekly and monthly. That's interesting to see the trends and have that, you know, averaged on a monthly basis. You'd be surprised that how useful it is. Now, the good thing about that is that we don't play around with attribution windows just because your ad spend is fixed in time your total sales are fixed in time. doesn't matter if they come from sponsored or organic. That's all the same at that level. So that's how you should do it now. The tricky part is to get it at a product level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Amazon does not make it easy. It does not. And I, yeah, I guess that's uh, where a bit of, uh, a bit, go ahead. Spread a little, you need a little spreadsheet magic to get that. it. Let's start with the easy part of it. So getting it on the account level is 
quite easy. You know, you know where your ad spend number exists, and then you know your, where your total revenue exists uh, inside your Amazon account. When we want to get it on a per product level, that's still pretty like your your total revenue per product. Still not too hard yet, right? No. That's just basic business, business report. report. Yeah, exactly. But it's going to be an imperfect method. Uh, there's no magic here, unfortunately. Even if you're good at spreadsheets, pivot table and anything, uh, you're not going to get a good number without the API. Yeah. So I guess the th so you get your individual product sales from business reports. How do you get your individual product cost out of Amazon? Individual product cost? Because that's what we need for total ACOS per that's product. We, we need total sales per product mm -hmm. versus ad cost per product. So how do we get ad cost per product out of Amazon? Yeah, so you have two reports that are going to be pretty useful for sponsored product and sponsored display. That would be the advertising product report. So you do a bit of pivot table, you sort out by per ASIN, and then you'll get the ad cost that uh, you spent on those two ad type. Now for sponsored brand, it's that's where uh, you're gonna have to do a bit of guesswork. Um, mm -hmm. The best way to come around is just to take per campaign, unfortunately, the ad spent and divide it by the amount of product that you are ad advertising for. And that's just, that's, that's the closest thing to uh, ad spend you will get with sponsor brand. Yeah, it's tough because it's, it's actually super tough and pretty unfortunate, right? That we don't have data on like how many clicks each individual product got in a sponsored brand ad down to a cost per click basis. So you can determine like in my sponsored brand, this product A got clicked on, you know, 25 times and it cost me so much money to get those clicks, then you know how much you spent per product for sponsored brands. But um, it's not available anywhere. Yeah. Um, I actually thought it was going to be included in a, in a advertised product, uh, advertising API update, but it's not going to be. So there's still not going to be cost for each individual unique sponsored brand product uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, now, just like you mentioned, that is available for sponsored products and sponsored display. So that information is known, uh, which makes life really easy over there. So I think like, uh, the best way to sort of rectify that is to just take the products that you're advertising in your sponsored brand campaigns and just divide it up by the number of products in it. Yeah, exactly. Now, you, you have some luck with sponsored brand video because you're advertising on just one right. product so that would be right. the headline search ads yeah can get that for sure so you know some good campaign naming makes this a little bit easier you know you could potentially use a just a simple campaign export but then you need like the asin and the campaign name which is impossible for sponsored brands uh and sort of clunky because you might have multiple products in a single campaign sometimes so your advertise reports, you know, we're talking about the reports that you just download inside advertising, you know, the ad console near your search term reports, that kind of thing. So 
again, you're downloading this report, you're running a pivot table to get the summed spend for sponsored products per product, then the summed spend for sponsored display for your individual ASINs. Uh, you can sum those two things up. Now you have your sum spend for sponsored product, sponsored display, and then you need to do that spreadsheet magic for sponsored brands where you need to know what uh, was advertised in them, what the campaign was, and then basically find out how much you spent for the campaign, divide that up by the products that were being advertised. And then that is how you can get your spend per product. And then, then of course, you need your yeah. business report and mm -hmm. get your sales per product. Yeah. So all in all, this is not the easiest task. It is doable. It's not an it's not an insurmountable task, but it might be a lot to do on a weekly basis. Um, so if someone's doing this manually, like at least once a month, you should know your total A cost per product. You should know what range you're in. And then you can use that information to go to look at the campaigns that that product is in. Now look at the ad groups that that product is in, look at the targets that are advertising there, and then, you know, make your optimizations there. So you will, you will discover that, you know, some products have a way higher total A cost than you thought. And then you go down and optimize their keywords. You optimize their search terms. You make sure it's in the right kind of ad groups. So like, that's the loop that we want to get into. So it's like being able to zoom out, get your total A cost for your account, and then zoom in to the individual keywords and targets that are advertising that product and optimize them to improve your overall total A cost. So like that's the way, zoom out, what's your total A cost for the entire account, zoom in, what's your total A cost per product, and then zoom in further for how to, what keywords and targets are advertising that product, optimize them, zoom back out, Did it, was I able to improve my total A cost per product? How did that contribute to my total A cost for my entire account? That is the loop of zooming out, zooming in, and back again. <sighs> yeah. What a journey. It is. And not only is it a lot of work to do it manually, but also you are not as quick to react. Like, like you said, you need to do that at least monthly. But since it's a lot of work, you cannot really adjust the period because you could be, you know, putting some taking some actions and then you want to have that tacos at the, uh, the the last couple of days to see if you mm -hmm. are getting the results that you want. Then you do need to re-export all the reports that we mentioned, redo all the pivot tables and everything and mm -hmm. get your tacos back. So. For sure. So yeah, um, once a month at minimum, twice a month is better, more frequently even nicer. But uh, yeah, the, the story of this episode don't be tricked by averages. Don't only look at your total ACOS for your account level. Look at your total ACOS per product. Look at your ACOS per product. Look at the individual ad groups and keywords that are contributing to that ACOS because that's where the actions are made. And then zoom back out and measure the impact of those things at the total ACOS per product level. Um, so yeah, this whole zooming out, zooming in, like this is a great mental model that could be applied anywhere. You know, even if you're optimizing the ACOS for an individual campaign, you know, don't change the budget to try to fix a campaign ACOS. Don't try to pause a campaign to fix your overall ACOS, but like zoom in further. Like what are the keywords doing? What are the individual search terms doing? Is there any 
you know, campaign structure stuff you need to take here. So like always remember, like the real optimization is down at the, you know, micro precision level, not necessarily the huge macro level. So like don't use a macro action to fix a micro issue. Yeah, and that's true for all metrics. Like we talked about tacos, but conversion is the same thing. Like you want to see your conversion at an uh, account metric, uh, account level, then you want to zoom in at the product level and then at a keyword level and so on. So yeah, yes, switch sure. tacos by anything. And yes. Everything. Well, stick around for our epilogue. We'll talk a little bit about how we do this here at Side Ad Badger. Um, but uh, Clement, any any words now that you've finished up your first PPC Den podcast? First of hopefully many. Uh, yeah. Do, do you feel like a changed man? I do. I have my magic hat, my uh-huh. magic shirt. That yes. helps a lot. I feel yes. like I'm wiser. <laughs> yes. It, you know, it's good to have a nice little uniform of just like, what am I going to wear today? Exactly. Don't need, to, don't need to worry about it. Yes, we're going with the Steve Jobs uh, approach to wardrobe, where it's just like, <laughs> let's just put the hat on, put the t-shirt on. Now you're, you're dressed and professional for on. the day. For sure. Yes. Yeah. No, it's great to be in and it's fun to to do that uh yeah let's do it again soon yes <laughs> and everyone else i'll see you here next week on the ppc then podcast all righty the the main podcast is over thanks for sticking around and hearing a little bit about how we do it here inside the badger den this is actually a relatively new thing for us uh, this is something I've wanted in the tool for a very long time. Uh, the reason it took so long is because this organic information is in a different API, a new API that uh, we didn't get. We only just recently connected, so just a couple months ago, which is I'm referring to like all of the non-advertising metrics uh, we didn't have access to in our software tool for a very long time. So we finally got it, and the first thing that we put into it was the ability to get total ACoS per product. I'm so jazzed up about using it for like reporting purposes because like it's such a huge thing to do to get this information from the Amazon interface, but now it's just sitting there for you and you can do any time frame that you want. It's like, hey, what was my total ACoS per product? Any time frame, and then just go back, look at it, compare it to how it's doing now. So yes, I'm super proud and super stoked to not only just have the information, but to open up the door to this workflow of just like, hey, what's my total ACoS for my account? Let me instantly zoom in. Let me just have at the click of a button, my total ACoS and ACoS per product just sitting there. So sitting there waiting inside our app. I'm super stoked on it. Are you stoked? (laughs) I am 100% stoked. uh, It was a long time coming and it's so helpful to have that metric just inside the software that we are using every day on our managed services clients. So nice, wonderful, really good. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, if you're an AdBadger customer, what you can do is go to the product dashboard, connect the new API. And we have a lot of agencies and freelancers using our tool as well as individual sellers. Uh, You don't need to be the admin to hook it up, which a lot of our agencies really liked. Uh, Some of them use like the tool in a stealth mode. Uh, it's like, uh, their clients might not know that they're using, you know, various tools, um, 
So yeah, you don't need to be the owner of the account. You just need to have enough permissions uh, to do it. And then we'll start importing organic sales per product so that you can get your total sales per product as well as your total ACoS per product. And right off the bat, what's cool about it is like you can take that ASIN that you want to take a deep dive on, see the total ACoS, and you might say, wow, the total ACoS is too high. Let me go look at this ASIN in every ad group where that ASIN is being advertised. Then you can instantly see. So like in the you know, we've had this for about a couple of days now, and we've sort of been testing it for a little bit longer. Um, the way that I've been using it is like going to the product dashboard, viewing the total ACoS per product, viewing the ACoS per product. Uh, I'll normally do ranked by ACoS because I'm trying to like do advertising actions. So like what's my ACoS per product ranked? Uh, I could see the total ACoS being out of whack. Then I can see where that product is being advertised in all the ad groups it's in. And then go in and see like, wow, in this ad group, the ACoS for this product is like 20%. But in this ad group, it's like 50%. I go into that 50% ad group and I'm like, let me, you know, be sure the bids aren't this high. Let me lower bids. Let me clean up the search terms. Thus lowering the ACoS in that ad group. I go to the really good ad group, which was 20% ACoS. And I will look for opportunity to be sure that gets boosted. Can I add to this? Uh, is there anything similar I can add to this so that I can get more good, high converting traffic for that product? Um, so that's really sick. And um, that's the workflow. Currently, we do not sum the sponsored brands the way that I mentioned. Um, but I think we'll get that done like the next few months uh, so that we can get sponsored brands information in there too. We were waiting for it to be added in the API, but it's just not going to be. So we need to do that manual calculation. So for our managed services, are you using this? Well, you, you can't because we just released it. Um, but how do you think it'll be incorporated in your workflow? So I'll uh, save some time by stop doing all the calculation, all the pivot tables and all that good stuff. And I'm gonna be more efficient as well, because like I said, I have all that information in the same interface, which is just a time saver. And it will, uh, yeah, it, it will uh, allow me to make a better decision. So well, that's, uh, that's how I'm gonna use it. Like, like you said, look for the negatives, trim them down, look for the positives, scale them up. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, that's pretty basic in the end. Yeah. Uh, when you know what to look for. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Well, with that, check it out. If you're interested, um, just go to adbadger.com and follow it. Just view the demo and you can take a look at a lot of this stuff inside there. We also have been publishing a little bit more on our YouTube channel as well about some of these updates too. Uh, so you can see it in action a little bit more. And uh, we'd love to book a demo with you. I think that's it for this epilogue. This is our first finished epilogue here. And uh, it went okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have a good one, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next week here on the PPC Den Podcast. Bye-bye.